Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, beautiful being, and welcome back to the Manifested It podcast. I hope all is well in paradise, wherever in the world you are. And if you are brand new to the Manifested It podcast, make sure you hit subscribe so you get updated on our future episodes. Something which has been happening in my life lately has been really tapping into my psychic abilities and I'm not sure whether in fact yeah I've spoken about this a couple of times on the podcast before that we all have psychic abilities we all have intuitive connection but it's about how tapped in how connected we are to it and actually in the conscious alchemy mastermind I think it was last year actually yeah at the end of last year I did a session on helping my conscious alchemy mastermind students connect with their psychic abilities and do readings for everyone else in the group. So prior to the mastermind, none none of the people in that space knew each other. And then they're paired up and they're doing readings for each other. And just the stuff that they're coming out with and that they're honing in on about about their partner is just it's I mean, I don't even want to say it's it's wild because that's that's the nature of that intuitive connection, that's the nature of psychic abilities. But coming up with stuff that there was no idea that they could have known, there was no way that they could have got that information other than being able to read that person. So it was a really fun process to not only see what came up for everyone in the readings and maybe decode things that actually had been coming up for the other person, but they weren't sure how to interpret that, but also to see the strength in in their own abilities and what happens when you trust your intuition, trust that intuitive voice. So in my life lately, my psychic abilities have been super heightened, and I think in part due to the Lysia light sessions, which I've been getting. So I mentioned that in one of my previous episodes that I have been going for light therapy. And I'm going to record a whole other episode on this, but essentially what you need to know is it's kind of like a, a, legal, a legal high in some ways. It's like you're tripping for 20 minutes, you're seeing all of these colors in front of your eyes and you just sit in front of this like flashing light and you go into a really, really deep meditative state. It activates your pineal gland. And so I've been going for two months now. We did take a little break because I was traveling, but I have had four sessions now. And in my last session, one of the things that happened was after I finished, I just felt called to ask Sinead, who's um, the light worker who facilitates it. I was like, oh, does your partner come and experience these sessions? She's like, he's actually waiting outside right now to come in and have a session. How did you know that? I was like, I don't know. It just came to me. And also with my passport situation. So I had to get my passport renewed. You have passports have that just freaking weird right it just doesn't make any sense to me that your passport expires six months before it actually expires so I had to get my passport renewed in order to go to my sister's wedding but at the same time I had just purchased tickets to go to Tomorrowland which is something I've wanted to do for the longest time it's really hard to get tickets for I managed to land tickets and then I've had to send my passport away and when I sent my passport away it's like okay (laughs) you could expect to wait up to 11 weeks for your passport to come back and at that point in time I think it was six and a half weeks until <laughs> six and a half weeks till my flight till Belgium till I'm meant to be flying to Belgium for Tomorrowland and 
I, the first week I was just really stressing about it. I was reading articles that were like passport backups in the UK. People have been waiting months and months. There's queues around the block, people waiting for these passport appointments. I'm just kind of like getting sucked into all the fear porn. And I'm like, this isn't serving me. Worrying about this isn't serving me. If worse comes to worse and I don't go, it's not like the end of the world. Like obviously I would rather not lose $500 because I would have had to hold on to my ticket to the last minute. So I wouldn't have even been able to sell it on really. Um, but it's not the end of the world. If I'm not meant to be there, I'm not meant to be there. And I just kind of had that element of detachedness to it. I didn't even check in. So you get this tracking number and you can check to see the progress of your application stuff. And I didn't even check in on it. And so it had been, <laughs> it had been two weeks since I'd sent it and I paid for, <laughs> I paid for urgent postage. So it's meant to get there within two to four business days, two weeks two weeks later it eventually makes it back to the UK which is where I had to send it to get renewed and from that point on I'm just like yeah you know whatever is going to be was is going to be I'm I'm feeling pretty chill about this whole process and then I had a dream although I didn't realize it was a dream it felt very real to me and I was talking with the lady at the passport office she's like okay yeah we've just posted your passport back you'll be right you'll it'll be arriving with you soon and I woke up and I realized it was a dream and I was sharing this with my Sinead, my light worker, and I was just like, yep, I, I'm fully surrendered to this process. I'm fully, you know, I just feel like really good about it after having that dream. Next day, I get um, an email to say the passport application's been approved. I'm like, okay, so if it takes another week for them to post out the passport, I'm still going to get it on time. Next day, I get an email to say your passport has been printed and we posted it out to you. We're also sending back your old passport, which will take three weeks to get back to you, which means guess who's going to Tomorrowland? It's me. And I still don't have my passport in my hands at this moment in time, but I just, I know it's coming. She's coming and I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for her. And also that element of detachedness. Is that the right, is that the right word? Detachedness? Detachedness? Detached? Anyway. Having that element mm, is something that we we look into a lot inside of Queen Energy, which is my 21-day group coaching program, which is kicking off on July 25th, so not long to go now. And inside that program, it's all about awakening your inner power and also that intuitive connection that you have. So if you find yourself like outsourcing a lot of the decisions that would normally be intuitive, so if you find yourself asking things like, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right things? Are my manifestation coming to me? Am I even worthy of this, deserving of this? And you find yourself like looking to a lot of external validation in order to justify things that internally, intrinsically, you can determine for yourself and you feel like you're not standing fully in your power, but you know that that power is within you. Inside Queen Energy, we're exploring not only awakening that inner power, but creating a safe environment in your nervous system. So manifesting your next level of success, manifesting your dreams, whatever they may be, whether it's going to Tomorrowland, whether it's manifesting success in your business, deeper relationships with the people in your life, new relationships with the people in your life, Queen Energy is about tapping into all of that and so if you haven't already make sure to head to the link in the show notes to learn more and enroll in queen energy we have until the 25th of july is actually when we start so uh ideally you would probably want to roll a little bit before then because it's all the welcome info and stuff that i send you over but over the course of the program we have weekly live calls which is where we go into one of the topics for that week we also do an embodiment activation on the call to help you drop out of your head and into your body and then throughout the three weeks we have a combination of group coaching via 
voice message coaching and um, general text general text messaging so you can do both texting and voice messaging I know not everyone's a voice note person but personally I, I like to voice note people responses as I can be more comprehensive no one's forcing you to be the voice note but I am down to it. I do love hearing your beautiful voices as well we have the activations which are um, embodiment practices that help you drop into your body connect to your soul get that intuitive guidance and also it helps you to build momentum as well because one thing that is so important to me when it comes to manifestation is helping my clients to build sustainable momentum so for some people it's not necessarily going to be realistic or supportive to quantum leap into your next level of success and then you get there and then you're having all of those thoughts of like can I maintain this do I deserve this what next so building sustainable (laughs) sustainable momentum is something that we do without clean energy and what I loved was that my students and clients in the last round of Queen Energy were able to very quickly see and most importantly feel the effects of Queen Energy taking place within their life. Because here's the thing, Queen Energy is not about how to become a queen, right? I haven't named it how to become a queen or how to find Queen Energy. It's how to awaken your Queen Energy. That This energy already exists within you, whether you have consciously allowed yourself to recognize it. And my question to you is, what will it take? What will it take for you to manifest your dreams? What will it take for you to manifest recognizing your queen energy? What will it take for you to go to the next step? What will it take for you to love and feel deeper in your relationships? What would it take? And if you're not sure of the answer yet, come join us inside Queen Energy and find out. Talking of Queen Energy and the life-changing magic of stepping into your Queen Energy, today I am so honored to welcome onto the show Sarah, who's one of my previous Queen Energy students and in fact, previous Conscious Alchemy student as well. She is a senior product manager for a healthcare consulting company and a district manager with Arbonne. She is a dog mom, Olympic weightlifter and just a general all-round badass. You are absolutely going to love Sarah as much as I do. She has so much wisdom to share from what led her to leaving her 15-year relationship to building self-confidence amidst doubt. And I think there are a lot of really relatable points, whether you share similarities in your story or not, there is something to be taken away from this interview. And there are questions to ask yourself inside of this as well. Welcome to the show, Sarah. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here as well. I'm very excited. And I'm also loving the background, all the plant life you have. It's reminding me of my like dead plant on the balcony and where I went wrong. So yeah, it's taken me a long time to get down like the keeping plants alive thing, but I love having them. For anyone who hasn't yet met you, could you please tell us a little bit about you, what you do? Um, and yeah, just start from there. Sure. Uh, So my name is Sarah. Um, I currently live in Dallas, Texas. I'm a Texas girl, born and raised. Um, I have a dog. I have no, I'm not married and I have no children, but I have a a sweet boy named Jordy. He's my, he's my precious boy. Um, I have a great relationship. Um, My professional career, I'm a senior product manager for a healthcare consulting company. We work in like the employer benefit space. Um, And then I also have like a side side business with Arbonne, which is like a health and wellness company. Um, 
And then in my free time, I, uh, I do Olympic weightlifting, which is not traditional weightlifting in the sense, but it's like uh, snatch and clean and jerk, lots of squats. Um, I really enjoy that. Um, I enjoy, you know, being outdoors, hiking. I play a lot of disc golf. I'm just like very active. Anything that I can do outside, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, because I remember the first call that we had before Clean Energy and it was a, a bonus one-on-one call and you're telling me about all the things you're doing in your life. I'm like, she does so many things. How do you, how do you balance everything? How do you fit it all in? I don't know. I guess, you know, especially here lately, I've just really focused on taking the time to make space for the things that I want to do and, um, you know, kind of pushing aside some other things that maybe aren't quite as passionate for me, but, you know, my weekends are, you know, pretty busy. Like, obviously I work Monday through Friday, eight to five. Um, and, and I just make it work. And if I, if I am feeling overwhelmed or need like a break, then I'm totally down for like, a Sunday just vegging out on the couch and like just relaxing and just kind of taking that in so I really love that you highlighted the importance of prioritizing the things that matter to you because even when you are doing a lot of things you have to prioritize like what is most important in this moment and if I can't get everything done like what is my body asking me for at this moment in time so I think that's a really powerful point for anyone listening in is about how are you prioritizing not only your time but also your energy as well for sure. I would love to know where you were at in your life, your mindset before joining Queen Energy. Yeah, I was um, at an interesting place, I think. So to kind of go a little bit further back, about three years ago, um, I left a relationship that I was in for 15 years. We were married for six and it just was not, you know, not a great situation. I essentially had kind of, you know, lost my sense of self, lost my passion. Um, I started to have just a lot of self-doubt and, you know, questioned everything about who I was and what I was here to do and just kind of realized that something needed to change. And if it wasn't going to be the other person, then I needed to change something. And so I, you know, I ended that relationship and I regret that it ended that way, but I don't regret the decision because since then, I feel like I have just come so much more alive and kind of went down this process of rediscovering myself, if you will. Um, And over the past couple of years, that has led me to, you know, reading, you know, self-development books, you know, exploring some passions. And um, last year, I kind of moved into this phase of learning about manifestation, you know, had... um, I read the, um, you know, The Secret and um, just started kind of learning more about that um, because I really still felt like there was, you know, a little bit missing from me being able to really embody who it was that I felt deep down inside that I wanted to be. Um, And I still struggled with doubt and and really like some self-sabotage and some limiting beliefs. And I just, you know, I just felt like there was more and I couldn't quite figure out what that was or how to get there. And then I found your podcast and the rest is history. And now we're full circle, found the podcast, joined the girls on the podcast. (laughs) It's so bizarre, but it's awesome. Going back to that relationship and getting to a point where you're like, if this isn't going to change, I need to leave. Was there like 
a turning point was there like a feeling did something happen or how how did you move yourself from that relationship to I need to spend time by myself I mean it was kind of like a slow growing thing over a period of several years where even from the beginning, and this is probably horrible to say, but even from the beginning, there was just like this small grain of like, not doubt, but just questioning in in my gut, like, Mm -hmm. is this really right? And, you know, over the years, I just felt like, you know, oh, it'll be fine, I'll make it work. And it just got to a point where I didn't feel like I was being supported mentally, emotionally, like in any of the ways. And I, I really started to just question, you know, if this, you know, is the right life for me. And I started to kind of realize I'm not living my life to my fullest potential. And I don't know how to do that. And it took a really long time, almost a year for me to come to the decision to end it. I went to therapy for a year because, you know, even though I felt like, um, it wasn't giving me what I needed. And, you know, and, and I did try, it's not like I just woke up one day and was like, Oh, you know, this is not going to work. I I really didn't want it to end, you know, I mean, who wants their marriage to end? Um, But it just got to a point where it was clear that, you know, the only person that was going to change or make something different had to be me. And, um, you know, it was just kind of, it wasn't any one particular thing. I think it was just, inside that internal knowing just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And then one day I was like, okay, like, I hate to do this, but this is what I have to do for, for me, you know, I need to do something for me for a change. Um, And that's what led to that. Were there ever points after where you were like, have I done the right thing? Or you were doubting or you were like, no, I've absolutely done what I was supposed to do. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, I was the queen of self-doubt for like the longest time. And, and even, you know, after it happened, I cried every day for a year. I just felt so, you know, guilty and questioned, like, did I do the right thing? You know, am I going to, you know, end up alone? Should I have given, you know, one more chance? Should I have stuck it out one more day? Um, all kinds of self-doubt, but as I, you know, time, time heals a lot. And I think I took a lot of time to myself to heal myself. And it took a while to really get um, comfortable and accepting of that. And, you know, and now, you know, a couple years later, like I can look back on it and I appreciate it for what it was. I appreciate him for the person who he was. And we had good times. Um, but I know now without like a shadow of a doubt that it was the right thing for me to do. That is a point in itself is that even though you know something is right, it doesn't always feel good in the moment doing the like in the book comments right thing. And you can still be questioning it, even though deep down, you know, like this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I feel called to do. You can still have those moments of like, was I, am I? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. That's, that's how I felt. So moving forward, you've left that relationship and you're on your personal development manifestation journey. What was it that led you to take the leap in joining Queen Energy? And what were you hoping to achieve through the program? Um, You know, I mentioned that I had come across your podcast. Um, I heard you do an interview on someone else's podcast. And 
it was really interesting when I was listening to you speak and kind of telling your story and talking about manifestation and your vibes method, something just like clicked with me and I was like, okay, I need to, to get to know Afia more. So I went and, you know, I started following your podcast and, um, started listening to some things and it, uh, a lot of the things that you talked about kind of brought up the feelings in myself, like, okay, you know, this sounds like something that could maybe help me take the next step in my self-discovery journey and my manifestation journey, because, um, you know, I did have a lot of, you know, self-doubt still self-sabotage, um, you know, issues with like my worth and just, I still struggled with like being authentically me. And, and really it was you and your approach to how you look at manifestation and specifically your focus on embodiment. And I kind of just realized, I was like, I think that's the piece that I'm missing. Like I need that work on my inner self to like work through these limiting beliefs and really understand like where my current beliefs came from and figure out how I can, you know, kind of flip the switch on, on my thoughts and, and how I can really step into the person that I want to be. Um, I wasn't sure, you know, what to expect, honestly. Um, I just kind of had this inner, inner pull and I questioned everything and, you know, it took me a couple of days, but finally I was just like, you know what, you need, you need to do this. Like, like, I think this is going to be really good. And it was. And something, you know, if someone is where you were at before and they are struggling with that self-doubt or questioning loads of things and not necessarily from a sense of discernment because having discernment and questioning things is important but from like that crippling like overwhelmed by questions and doubt and knowing that there is more to the way that you're expressing yourself and showing up what would what advice would you give someone who's feeling that way currently you know I would just say that it's you know that feeling that is just your you know your inner self your soul letting you know that there's you know, there's some things that need to be addressed. It's an opportunity to really kind of dig into yourself and figure out where is all that coming from? Because that's not how, you know, we're meant to live. And, um, you know, I think just really taking some time to explore like the foundation of where those beliefs came from is really important and really doing a lot of self-reflection. You know, that's, that's kind of what I did a lot. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, I would give that advice. And then, and then, you know, if you feel a pull to explore that further, you know, with, with this program or, you know, anything else, like, don't, don't be afraid to follow that. Something else that I feel can be a bit of a worry or a fear for people is that if they are struggling with self-confidence or doubt, then joining a group program and maybe sharing some of those things that maybe are even things that you haven't voiced out loud to yourself to then maybe share that in a group environment can feel intimidating. Was that ever a fear for you? And if so, how did you work through it? Yeah, it, it definitely was. Um I, you know, I was a little bit intimidated by the fact that, that there was going to be a group of people. Um, I was a little bit, uh, I, I felt like, oh, well, you know, maybe I won't belong because I'm, I'm kind of just starting this manifestation journey and I don't, I feel like I don't know enough yet. So, um, you know, if other people in the group might, might judge me for, you know, doing things wrong. Um, and I was afraid to kind of express what I was 
struggling with, um, you know, to kind of drop the curtains and be vulnerable with, you know, total complete strangers. Um, but, you know, once the program started and, and, and I started interacting with the other women in the group through the calls and the, in the, in the group chat, um, I got a lot more comfortable and it's amazing how, you know, you think that you're, you know, the only one going through something or having these thoughts um, that just make you feel like crap. And to, you know, to just to hear that other people go through the same things and that you're not alone and just being in that group together, it was so, um, it was so cool to just hear each other, you know, talk about our struggles and, and what it was that we were trying to get to and support each other. And, um, you know, I really, ended up enjoying the, the group experience. In fact, a couple of the women I, I still keep in contact with and we, you know, support each other and, um, you know, say hi on Instagram and things like that. So it, it was intimidating, but I think it was like, it's, I think it's a really key part of the program. Yeah, and there were so many points where one particular person I'm thinking of in the program there were a lot of parallels between your stories like from the very beginning it's like oh this happened in my life too wait I felt this way too and it was just like wow are these like parallel lives right now I was just gonna say yeah like to to see you know not everyone is gonna have the same experiences like we're all unique but I think when it comes down to the core and like you know people share limiting beliefs and, and, you know, my story may not look exactly like someone else's, but, you know, even some of the advice that you gave some of the other girls, it wasn't specifically something that I was struggling with, but, you know, the advice and, and just helping to navigate them through or things, you know, that I could also take away and apply to my situation. Yeah, that's very true. And also hearing people sharing and because we use voice note coaching as well so it's like someone shares something and it's not just me saying like oh this is my advice but everyone weighing in and offering their opinions and asking questions and helping that person to kind of like flesh things out and really make sense of things in in each other's lives as well so it's been a couple of months now since you finished Queen Energy. I can't believe it's gone so quickly. What I are know. some changes that you've made or been experiencing both in your time in the program and also now since? The change that I notice in myself, at least, is just, I just feel a lot more, you know, confident and I feel like I am able to start being, you know, my true self and not, um, kind of shying away from situations or things. I feel more confident in, you know, speaking my voice and kind of living more authentically. Um, and I can see that in like, not just myself, but like, I can see it in my, my relationships with other people. Like certain people have even said to me, like, there's something, you know, just different about you. Um, in my business, I have had opportunities come up that I think I would have otherwise shied away from and been, you know, intimidated or fearful to really speak my voice and show up that now I, you know, I'm like, yeah, let me do that. Like, I'm, you know, I I got it. It's going to be awesome. And like good things have come from that. And actually this past month, I had one of my better months in my business than I've had in a really long time. And it just feels, you know, so empowering to be able to, you know, just kind of unapologetically take up my space. And I don't mean that in like an egotistical way, but it's just like, this is 
who I am. This is how I want to present. And I don't need to be fearful of that. I don't need to have self-doubt. Another thing that, another change that I've felt is just like giving myself permission to sit with my feelings when I, when I do start to have like that little bubble of, of self-doubt or in the past, I think I would just kind of really feed into that and be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like you suck. This is not for you. You're just meant to be like this average person going through life and, and you just need to not really put yourself out there. But now, um, you know, I think with the tools from the program, um, I am just able to kind of like pause and say, okay, like this, this feeling is coming up again. Like what, you know, what is this? Where's this coming from? I've started journaling. Like I have kind of a, uh, like a free flow journal and then I have a manifestation journal. And I used to journal a long time ago and I gave it up for so long, but I'm really, really enjoying it now that I feel like there's been a lot of changes like just do it. If you're even considering it, then I feel like that means that it's for you. Um, you know, really follow that small little voice deep down that says like, what if, because um, any investment that you make in yourself, whether it's, you know, personally or your business or your personal life is just you know, it's just worth it. And I think especially looking at a program like this with someone like you who has so much experience and knowledge, and I think you just really have a gift for helping navigate people, you know, down the right path. Um, you know, I just think it's it's been invaluable. Um, so I think it's worth it to invest in yourself. And, and again, like if any part of you is feeling like this might be something for me I'm not sure it's something for you um that's what I would say and finally what does clean energy mean to you oh man so much um you know I think for me clean energy is just really embracing you know the the, the badass that I am again I don't and I don't mean that like in an egotistical way I just mean it's it's about acknowledging and being in tune with that, you know, that self that I feel deep down inside that I've always been a little nervous about sharing. And it's about, you know, owning, owning my authentic self and bringing that to the world and speaking my voice. Um, you know, the, the universe has reserved space just for me. And I am here to fill that space, like unapologetic, unapologetically, um, you know, I have a unique voice as does everyone and we all have our space and we just need to, to fill it. And queen energy is really about owning that and, um, and just embodying the vibe, just embracing it. That was so beautifully surmised and yeah, it, it really is about tapping into that person that you've been all along. It's not like you have to become someone completely new. What you often find is like, oh, these were these aspects are all lying dormant in me all along. And it's just so beautiful to see that come to light, not only in, in you, but in everyone. So I love to end my interviews by asking my guests speed dating questions, which are quick rapid fire questions. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. Do you have a morning routine? If so, what is it? Uh, I do most days. Yeah, I um, 
I get up, like I said, I have, I have a dog. So part of my morning routine is always taking him for a walk. And I think just like that physical movement kind of helps, you know, wake me up. Usually on my walk, I listen to a podcast from Afia. Um, and then, like I said, I've started journaling. And so I have um, kind of a train of thought journal that I'll write in and I have a manifestation journal. Um, usually I do the manifestation journal in the morning just to kind of help me re refocus on like my goals and what my intentions are for the day. Um, and then um, I have a protein shake every morning. Um, that's, those are probably like the key, my key morning routines. I am trying to get into some um, meditation. I've been doing like two minutes a day and I'm hoping to expand that to longer, um, but it's still new for me. I love that. Kicking off with just like manageable pieces means you're like much more likely to stick to it rather than, okay, I'm going to start doing an hour meditation every day. Your brain's yeah. just like, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, there's no way I could do it. I could do an hour, but it's like, you know, if I could, if I can start this habit and just do two minutes of it, then I know that'll, that'll grow. So mm. What is your favorite personal development book? Ooh, my favorite personal development book is probably one that I just got done reading, Atomic Habits. Um, just because, you know, in the in the past, I, you know, kind of, like I think I mentioned, I mentioned several times just about the self-sabotage and like knowing, you know, okay, you need to, you need to do these certain things. Um, but then I would just, not do them one, I think because of my limiting beliefs and two, just, um, you know, not having some right, uh, processes and structure in my life. Um, and so that book has really helped, um, with that. That one has been on my list for so long. I remember during lockdown, I reserved it at the library and it was like an eight month wait on the book. I was like, wow, people really love this book. Yeah, um, I've heard great things about it and, and you have mentioned it and I've heard several other yeah. people mention it. So yeah, that was my latest one. What is the most recent thing you've intentionally manifested? Uh, maybe this podcast, actually. Um, I mean, like I said, from the, from, you know, the first time I heard you speak, um, I don't know, I've all, I, I just kind of was like drawn to you and um, I just kind of always have thought like it would be so cool to you know, just hang with Afia. Um, and so this, I think, you know, is the, is the, the culmination of that. So I would, I would say this, um, and then just, you know, the success that I had in, in my business, um, last month as well. And then I've got some other things that are a little for you know, in the future that I'm working on. So Ooh, I'm excited to hear about these. Very excited. Yeah. Um, best piece of advice you've ever received listen to your gut. I mean, it's, it's so simple, but I think, you know, I spent a lot of my life pushing that voice down and I think I could have saved myself a lot of pain and heartache and frustration if I would have just trusted myself and known that, you know, deep down I know. And, um, and, and, and since, you know, a few years ago, I have, started doing that and and every time I do you know it's just led to to good things so I think trusting your gut and, and following that instinct is so key truly truly and I think 
goes back to trusting the feminine energy as well because they're like oh well you can't quantify your gut or you can't strategize like intuition but you have to remind ourselves that we're actually returning to our, our natural state of being favorite place in the world and why I haven't honestly been to a lot of places in the world. I've been to a lot of places in the United States. I would have to say it's, gosh, I don't even know if I could pick one or the other, maybe a tie between um, like the Rocky Mountains in Colorado and the northern part of Michigan. Um, My, each of my parents is from one and I grew up you know, I've grown up going to Colorado and going skiing in the mountains and it's just so peaceful. I love nature. I just love seeing the snow fall on the trees. And every time I go there, I just feel kind of just this sense of, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just like have this sense of like awakening, like, you know, I, I can't even describe it, but, but I love going there. And then, um, and then Michigan, similarly, it's just so beautiful and just being out in nature, like the Great Lakes are so expansive and just like looking out over the water is just one of my, one of my favorite things. Um, those may not be like the most pan- fantastic places on the planet. I, I do have a bucket list, um, Australia included, Greece, I'd love to go to Ireland. Um, so eventually those will be um, my favorite places in the world. Yeah, I think, you know, what makes it fantastic is the way that you feel about it. So the way that you've described it, I'm like, oh, I need to go to these places. It sounds amazing. Yes. And there is actually like I went to um, Yosemite in, in the US and I was like, there is so much beautiful nature in the US. It's, it's pretty mind blowing. Um, what are you currently obsessing over? Oh, gosh, obsessing over? Um this is going to sound really weird, but I'm like, I guess it's obsessing currently over going to the gym. So I do, I do Olympic weightlifting. And so I go to my gym there just to focus on that. But, um, I've started going to like a a globo gym, you know, like a, like a, a, a regular gym and have been doing like focusing on accessory work. Um, and I, I wanted to get more toned, I guess. And so I was like, let me try doing this. Um, and so I've been going as my like fourth week or so. And at first it was kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to go. But now I'm like, are we going to the gym today? What are we going to do? Like today was leg day and I felt the pump. And that's like a really weird thing, but um, that's what comes to mind. The gym high is also, so good though. You feel so accomplished when you've been, you're like, oh, more. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And then just being outside, it's, this is Texas. It's like a hundred degrees every single day this week. And I'm just like looking at that pool. I'm like, I got to go to the pool. How can I, how can I fit the pool in today? Do you so, know what a hundred degrees is in Celsius? Uh, no. <laughs> Cause it just sounds so hot, but I have like no concept of what it's like at all. Uh, it's yeah. No idea. It's like, <laughs> is it like humid or dry heat? it's dry heat. Like it's usually dry heat. Texas is, is drier. And, and, you know, people are like, Oh my God, like I love Texas, but I hate the summers. I'm like, dude, I'll live for summer. Summer is my season. Give me the heat. I would rather sweat than freeze any day. 
you know, I, I rock the sleeveless t-shirts every day. I'm just like, yes, the sun, it just like, I'm like Superman. The sun just like energizes me. I just love it so much. I am so the same when people are just like, no winter all the time. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't understand you. <laughs> How can yeah. you live without the sun? Yes. yes Maybe yes. winter, if you're like going specifically to like Colorado or somewhere with snow to ski, but definitely not to live. No. Yeah. I feel like it just makes you like not really want to get out and do that much because it's so cold outside so I'm like yeah. oh, sun motivates you to, to go outside the sun's shining in Melbourne right now and it's been cold for the last few days so I'm like oh the world is right again yes um what would, is one thing you would like to accomplish in your lifetime oh my goodness um There are a lot of things, I think. Um, I think one thing would just be having an impact, like putting putting my stamp on the world. And, you know, even if it's to, even if it's for like one, one person just to like kind of change their life or just know that like I'm, you know, this is me, I was here. Um, the other thing would be, I'm, I'm really big into to hiking and outdoors and I would love to um, hike like, you know, a part of the Appalachian Trail or, or something like that, just do like a really big hike. I, um, I just find so much satisfaction and solace and like, you know, being out there in nature by yourself with like a backpack and just like the bare necessities of life and just making it just like proving to yourself, like I can do this, I can survive anything. Mm. That sounds like my nightmare. But- <laughs> <laughs> Right. It I mean, it's not, when you talk about it, but I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but <laughs> I, I did a solo hike for the first time a couple of years ago, you know, shortly after, um, after my relationship ended and it was so freeing, um, and just like really showed, you know, that's kind of what started the spark of like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can become this person. I have it, I have it inside me. I'm, you know yeah who would play you in a film about your life oh um I would say oh my gosh I'm totally spacing on her name uh the the like little fiery redhead chick what is her name Emma She's in that Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, Emma Stone? Emma Stone, yes. How do I not remember that? Dude, I love Emma Stone. She would play me for sure. She's kind of, yeah. she kind of like spunky, kind of kind of feisty, fiery red hair. That is one yeah. of my all-time favorite films, but I've only ever watched it once because it's like so devastating, but I love that film. <laughs> yeah. Um, name one of your favorite mindset and manifestation hacks. Mindset manifestation hacks. Um, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know if this is a manifestation hack, but the EFT tapping is like, we did that in the program and something with it just kind of clicked. And I have used that several times now. I think I mentioned to you, I used it to help me fall asleep. Um, I use it you know, just kind of throughout if I'm feeling, you know, anxious or if I just feel like I need to be more centered. Um, 
I think the EFT tapping is really powerful. So if you're, you know, struggling with manifestation or intentions, or you just need to get really clear on something, EFT, give that a shot. So true. Really supportive for just like getting out of your head in the moment as well, because you're just like focusing on all of these sensations. And then it's like, oh, this wasn't, this mountain wasn't as big as I thought it actually was. And it just helps things to dissipate. So totally with you there. Lastly, what makes you feel inspired? What makes me feel inspired? Um, I don't know. I guess just, I, I think maybe for me, really, it's seeing people kind of living to their true potential. Like when I see people who just like are like you can just tell when someone is living authentically themselves and that's somewhere where I have always wanted to, to be and get to that point and I'm a lot closer now than I ever have been um but it's just inspiring to to see people who have kind of grasped that and held on to it and just like are not afraid to be who they are and they're such a gift you know like you've never met anyone who's like being truly authentic to themselves who's just like um you know, doesn't have something good to share with the world. I think at least I haven't met anyone like that. Um, so I would say that's, that's inspiring. And what a way to wrap up. So Sarah, for everyone who has loved this episode, where online can we find you, what you're up to? Um, I would say the best place is Instagram. Uh, I, I am Sarah814 on Instagram and you can find me there sharing all kinds of good stuff. Um, that would be that would be the main place I think thank you so much for coming on the manifest edit podcast today it's been a joy to hear from you learn from you and I cannot wait to see what you get up to next yeah thank you so much for having me this was so fun um it was really exciting so I appreciate you and and all that you've done for me that is a wrap on this week's episode with the beautiful Sarah and I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it and learning more about the story that led Sarah to joining Queen Energy and ultimately to stepping even deeper into her own. And I'm just, I'm so, I'm so proud and so in awe of all that she has accomplished today and all that I know she will go on to continue to achieve in her life too. And I feel I feel very honored to have been a part of that. So if listening to this interview, you're feeling cool to see what it could look like to build your own confidence and really tap into that magic, awaken that inner power with you, and also do some of that subconscious work around your limiting beliefs and around those things that are blocking you from stepping into that next level now, then I would so love to have you inside Queen Energy. And you can learn more about the program by heading to the link in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram. It's just my name, Afia Salter, with an underscore at the end. As I said, the last chance to join the program is actually we have less than two weeks now left until the doors to Queen Energy close as the program officially starts on the 25th of July. So make sure to get in before the 22nd of July, Australian Eastern Standard Time, so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? 
screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 